Welcome into A to Z Sports Powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media. Zach just said Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, TikTok. We're Nashville's on-demand sports talk network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for our show, and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the area, simply at renterswarehouse.com. Mandu, the pulse of fitness, one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. Uh, Wilson County Hyundai, if you need a new ride, head out to Lebanon, wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Calvin and Subtle for your brand-new hardwood floors and finishings. They are at calvinandsubtle.com. And the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. So, Zach, the situation uh, is the Titans are currently in the middle of a COVID outbreak. There are five individuals that we know of in the facility who have either tested positive or come into a close contact. What we do know, Zach, is Mike Vrabel tested positive on Sunday. He has since been out of the building. Uh, we were actually at a season kickoff luncheon yesterday. Mike Vrabel and John Robinson and Kevin Byard, Shane Bowen, and Todd Downing were originally planning on being there uh, in person, but because of this development, they were there via Zoom virtually. So, and Joseph says it's five and outbreak. Five and five days, Joseph, is uh, not a good trend. And I say uh, trend, uh, that's an outbreak here coming too, because since Sunday with Mike Vrabel, defensive lineman Anthony Rush was on the COVID list. Uh, Nick DeZubner, linebacker, special teamers, he, he is on the COVID list. Jeremy McNichols, running back to the COVID list. And then yesterday, the biggest name of the players, Harold Landry, goes to the COVID list. Now, again, we don't know if this means those players tested positive or if they were at close contact. We don't know specifically if these players are vaccinated or not. Mike Vrabel is. Mike Vrabel said he's feeling better. He's feeling okay. Very minor symptoms, if anything, uh, to what he's dealing with. But he has yet to have the two uh, negative tests in 48 hours to be able to return to the facility as of yesterday afternoon. So that's the situation, Zach. And I would say that is a concerning trend over the last five days is to have five individuals uh, have COVID issues. And look, it hasn't been, I don't know how they're feeling, right? Are they sick or do they just have it? We know Mike Vrabel, we saw actually. Or are they just close contacts? And right. Maybe they just have to wait through that whatever period that is. And I think that we're, this is the whole, this is the new part of the world. Let's just face it, right? Which is, you know, the flu prior to COVID, you know, prior to 2020, prior to this outbreak is, if you had the flu, you don't test. You're not testing constantly for the flu. Now there's mass testing. A lot of people are vaccinated, but we figured out that that does not prevent you from getting COVID, right? I mean, the the facts are the facts. So right, this but is it does but, it does help with things around COVID. It, it the vaccine is helping people stay healthy. It doesn't prevent have, you from getting it. That's the point, right? No, that's confirmed. But it, that's not what it was for. I mean, it's for the if you do get it, it's the lack of helping slow down the spread and also minimizing any type of symptoms. And in this situation of what we're talking about. The vaccine does not prevent you from getting COVID. If your employer sits you down and constantly tests you for COVID, you are going to have these type of repercussions. You are going to have these type of situations. And look, the NFL has to be safe. They have a shield to protect, just like college football, just like other sports, just like other companies in general in this company that enforce COVID testing like this. But we saw last year how the Bills played out. Right, That Bills game worked out well for the Titans, but it kept getting pushed. Their bye week got all jumbled. They didn't get that extra bye week or that, that singular bye week that they had earned later where they may need it. This year, the NFL, they're going hardcore, right? They're saying if you can't field a team, you got to forfeit, right? So, yeah, and, and Greg Sankey in the SEC said the same thing, that there's no more scholarship player minimum, It's that, and there's no rescheduling in the SEC. It's a forfeiture. And, and the NFL said, if you can't field a team, and if we can't, as the league, make uh, a couple moves to make that game happen, then it will be a forfeit. Now, the NFL will do everything they can to not lose TV money because 
that if there's no game played, then the NFL's pocketbook gets lighter too. So a couple of just comments to read. Bonafide Bro says, yeah, the vaccine is to help you build your immune system. No vaccine prevents you from getting said issue. No, uh, I, so, no I think that's, that's, so that's confirmed, yes, <laughs> right? Yes, yes. The, 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 if you have a vaccine and you contract COVID, a lot a, a lot more minimal symptoms or zero symptoms or, than if you do not have the vaccine and you get COVID. So that's that's the situation. We, we do not know about the players because that that – the players could have said or one way or the other what, what their decision was on that. And uh, Jake says the Titans have 90% vax rate. Is that correct? Uh, I mean, I do know that at some point this summer in June, it was around 50%. And then halfway through training camp, it had drastically jumped up. I don't know what the percentage was or where it's at at this point. But the Titans did make great strides in their players going through the vaccination process. So uh, I do know that, but again, COVID's still out there being contracted by people and it's a situation the Titans are having to work through. Now, Zach, is the situation of Bruce Arians calling out the Titans for what he thinks happened last week when the Titans were in Tampa practicing against the Bucks. So we will play you this spicy Bruce Arians uh, video here in a second. But first, let me tell you about our great friends at Renters Warehouse and RentersWarehouse.com. They're the professional landlords in the area. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go to find out how much your home can rent for. There's so many different ways you can use Renters Warehouse to your benefit, whether it's creating extra cash flows for you and your family, or if you're looking to rent out a new property, where it could be a home, townhome, condo, duplex, apartment, whatever it might be across the mid-state, RentersWarehouse.com is where to go. A to Z Sports, don't forget, download the app today. We are powered by BetMGM. Use that promo code ATOZ Sports. You get a risk-free $1,000 bet for new users. Cannot beat that. Man, I wish I was a new user. Uh, one thing, I, I wish I was a new user. But I am a user. You should be a user too. New users, A to Z Sports. Download the app, BetMGM, on Android and on Apple. All right, so Bruce Arians, uh, after it came out that Ryan... And let's clarify this because we've had some questions. Mike Vrabel is vaccinated. He has told us that. He has contracted COVID in the last several days, and he is in COVID protocol. He's at his house. He's coaching from Zoom. He's doing all that he can, but he is vaccinated. But that doesn't prevent you from getting COVID, we figured out, and... He's got to follow all of the rules and regulations to prevent other people from getting COVID because he has it, right? Yes, and and Mike Vrabel said yesterday that he's feeling fine. He's going through. He's got to wait for the two negative tests in a 48-hour period to be able to return to the facility. And Rob brings up the COVID-contracted Mike Vrabel like it's the Chuck Norris jokes uh, of old. So uh, when it comes to Bruce Arians, it came out – uh, that Vrabel tested positive Sunday, and that's when this began after the team arrived back from Tampa. Now, Ryan Suckup, former Titans kicker, now Bucks Super Bowl winning kicker, uh, also tested positive because Bruce Arians said that so uh, on either Sunday or Monday as well. And Bruce Arians mentioned that Suckup went to dinner with some Titans friends. And so here was an, another a video update. This was what, yesterday, Zach? from Bruce Arians talking about how he's going to handle his football team moving forward. I mean, for us, life is not normal. I mean, we're pretty much under the same protocols. We're going to be under the same protocols as last year just uh, because that's the way it is, especially living here. And, um, I mean, Tennessee come in and going out to dinner, they found out the hard way, you know, and uh, so did Ryan. So uh, we can only tell them so much. But I was once we get to 53 – even this weekend, our guy's going to make a bunch of sacrifices uh, that you have to make now. Families at the hotel, all those things, they're all out the window. There, there's league rules and there's my rules. They ain't going anywhere. We're going the same as last year. I don't give a crap if they're vaccinated or not. They ain't going anywhere. I, the Titans learned the hard way. I don't give a crap vaccinated or not. They're not going anywhere when the season started. So, I don't know, Zach, how do you feel about Bruce Arians saying the Titans found out the hard way because he's sitting here seeing his player, Ryan Suckup, who tested positive because he went to dinner with Titans friends where I did see Tron Davenport yesterday of ESPN saying that sources from inside the Titans, nobody who tested positive or who is on the COVID list for the Titans was present at the dinner with Ryan Suckup. So 
from according to Teron Davenport sources, Ryan suck up dinner with the Titans and him testing positive for COVID unrelated to the Titans five COVID situations with Rabel and the four players. So Bruce Arians, it's unrelated. I, I don't think Bruce Arians is in the right here of calling out the Titans for eating dinner with his kicker and his kicker catching COVID. Well, so let's let, and this is tough, but let's let's get in the mind of Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians just won a Super Bowl. He's the only team to win a Super Bowl last year. He had the most success of any team. He is going and can justify everything he did last year that got the results of a Super Bowl championship to run back and repeat this year. He has that luxury because it worked, right? It obviously did. They won the Super Bowl. So he he's the head coach. There is... There is power in being a head coach. There's not as much power being a tight ends coach or an equipment manager, right? So Bruce Arians can do whatever the hell he wants with his team. I I have no weight to tell Bruce Arians how to run his team. So he can do that. I'm not talking about how he's going to operate his roster when it comes to protocols. I, I think... He's got every right to say there's the NFL protocols and my protocols, and my protocols are going to be stricter than theirs because I want to win a Super Bowl. Like, well, he's saying, he's saying my protocols pro- would prevent all of the things that the other teams, and he's including the well, Titans they didn't. in this. Well, they did because doing. his kicker went out and did it, right? And I'm, you know, I don't know if Suckup was the only player who went outside a facility and went outside of his hotel room or wherever he lives uh, last week when the Titans were in town or throughout training camp. Suckup tested positive. But and he also went to dinner with Titans friends. Those two things don't seem to be related at this point because none of the Titans COVID issues came from people who were at the dinner with Ryan Suckup. That is what Tron Davenport reported yesterday. It's still the fact that Bruce Arians is running a tight ship and he's preventing his players from living life the way that they want to. That's his call, right? Mike Vrabel has a different thought process behind it. I'm sure the other 30 coaches have a different thought process behind that. Let's think about this. I I mean, as soon as Mike Vrabel, Monday practice was, didn't seem much different from a COVID protocol perspective uh, after Vrabel tested positive. Tuesday's practice, there was a different shift of what I could see walking around that facility of stricter, tighter precautions when it comes to COVID at the Titans facility on Tuesday. And then Wednesday, everything, it looks like to me, the Titans are going back to being as virtual as possible when it comes to meetings uh, and masks and making sure that they can control whatever this outbreak is of Vrabel and the four players who are currently on the COVID list. And I'm sure that Vrabel will adjust moving forward, right? Just like Bruce Arians probably chewed out Ryan Suckup after this happened, right? Because he's putting his team at risk. It's just like anything, right? It's like, let, let's separate this. When something in life like this impacts you or impacts your team, you start thinking differently about it. I'm sure nurses think differently about the vaccine and COVID because they see it every day than Billy Joe in the middle of nowhere, Alabama, that goes to the country store once a week, and that's the only interaction he has, right? So, like, that makes a difference. I bet you Vrabel has a different mindset now that he had COVID, and his it's starting to creep into his team, right? I mean, those are the facts. Five in, in five days, that's not good. We saw last year with, with the Bills. So, I think he will start m- – you will see the Titans probably start start to ratchet things oh, down. Oh, no, it started. It's already started. That's what I just said is that Tuesday there was a different shift of protocols at the Titans facility at practice. It was visible. People in the media were like, are you noticing this? And we're like, yeah. And so it has shifted already. It's, it's not a surprise, in. right? Because we always say, this is one of my favorite sayings. Your favorite saying, I would say, is look good, feel good, play good. That, I, I don't have I, a lot of favorite sayings because I haven't said that in a while. But when I you, when you I hear that sayings. when I hear that I think of Austin Stanley. That's because I look good, feel good, and play good. My one of my favorite sayings is the best ability is availability. And this, I mean, COVID right here, you got to be available. The Browns found that out 
really hard last last year in the playoffs. Now they beat the Steelers in the playoff game, but that put a lot of strain and stress on that team unneeded going into that playoff game because Kevin Stavansky couldn't could not coach, right? So this year will be similar to last year in the COVID stuff, but I think that going through a year of experience on at least how to dodge and maneuver around it and with the vaccine being available. And I look, I, here's the science that I do not know. If you have the vaccine, and Mike Vrabel's going through this right now, he has the vaccine. Do you test negative at a quicker rate, right? I don't know. We used to be 14 days. Your ass is locked up for 14 days. Now we go by two negative tests. Now testing is more prevalent yeah, in today's well, age. It, well, and so if you are if you are vaccinated, you have different testing rates than if you're not vaccinated. If you're unvaccinated in the NFL, you're tested on a daily basis. I'm talking about Mike Vrabel, no, for example. I, I understand that. And so I think Mike Vrabel, if you test positive and you're already locked out, you're testing every opportunity you possibly can. And so uh, you, you test every day if they let you test uh, twice a day, you test twice a day because all you're trying to do is get two negative tests in 48 hours to get back in there, and you're probably going to try to do that as fast as freaking possible. So let's ask this question. Now that we know what Bruce Arians thinks, we obviously know the situation for the Titans. Let's get, hey, power to the people. Let's get the chat involved. Yeah. What is your level of concern for the Titans' COVID outbreak now, obviously, heading into the season, in a general question, one through ten. One, nah, we good. Ten, woo, woo, woo. Hey, sirens. So, one through ten, give us your number in the chat. All right. So, first, Zach, tell all of our people watching here about Wilson County Hyundai. Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. They have you covered. Your perfect vehicle, whether it's the Sonata, the four-door sedan that I own, or the Santa Fe, or the Elantra, or that Palisade. You hear me talk about the Palisade all the time because this is the brand new 2021 Hyundai Palisade. It's a full-size SUV, third-row seating. You got bucket seats, captain seats, whatever you want to call those seats. They are dynamic, easy entry for your kids, for your family, for your wife. Your wife's going to be cruising around the carpool lane looking looking good. I'm telling you, in that brand-new Hyundai Palisade, trade in that minivan. It's got all the bells and whistles, Apple CarPlay. It can connect automatically to your Android. If you know you text in green, that's your prerogative. I will judge you, but that is what it is. But, hey, the best part is I may judge you, Hyundai won't. They don't care. If you're an Android user, come on, baby. They want you. They want you to buy their vehicle. Wilson County Hyundai, Payne Bone, and their team will hook you up with your perfect make and model. All right, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Download the, the app. Use our code ATOZ Sports. You get a risk-free bet up to 1000 bucks with your first deposit and your first bet. That's the uh, code ATOZ Sports with the BetMGM app. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older. Must be present in Tennessee and for gambling problem support. Call Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. The question is, what's your level of concern with the Titans' current COVID outbreak, 1 through 10? Uh, let's see. Bonafide Bro did say, if you had the vaccine, the virus does not last as long. And he falls up, says the wife is a is a registered nurse. Uh, so more of your uh, comments. Shane says zero concern. So we're going one through ten. So technically zero, not an option. You're not. What, what is Shane? I, I usually don't criticize. I mean, I do criticize opinions because that's just kind of what the show is. But that that's a dumb comment. You can't be a zero. There cannot be a zero concern. Especially, Your head coach hasn't been at the facility in four days <laughs> and is not going to be there potentially for a preseason game. There cannot be zero concern. It can be low, but it's not zero, Shane. I mean, Tannehill needs to go back in the bubble, right? His ass, I felt like, was in a bubble all year long last year. That's why he was able to play all of the games. It's got to be the – they got to run that back. They have to protect him at all costs. I don't know who the backup quarterback is going to be, if it's going to be Barkley or Woodside, but wow. 
I mean, you this don't might want be either of them reason. to be taking regular season snaps. This might be a great reason to keep three quarterbacks just so you can stash one away in a different bubble from Tannehill, just in case both guys can't play. And so you don't, I don't know. You I'm know. looking forward to Friday. You guys' 53 man roster show. I, Which I, one of you yahoos is going to put three quarterbacks to the roster? I thought about that yesterday when John Robinson was asked about it at that luncheon. Okay, some more comments. Bonafide Bro says two. Paul says three, one through 10. What's your concern about the Titans current COVID situation? That's the question. Uh, Ferris says not much. Just four guys is not much. Well, five It's your head coach plus four players, Anthony Rush, Nick Nazubner, Jeremy McNichols, and now Harold Landry on the COVID te- on the COVID list. We'll find out if that continues to grow. Hopefully it does not. Rob says four. Royce says 1.2. Uh, there's a couple zeros in here, not playing the game, right? David and Billy say three. Matthew say three. Donald. Uh, says three. Wow. Um, oh, three is a very popular answer. Charles says four. There's another three. William says 10 because earthly beings attract viruses, which is factually true. Jesse says two level of concern. Louis up at a 10. Uh, Michael says three, knowing the team is over 90% vaccinated. This is a manageable outbreak here now before the season gives the Titans better knowledge of how to move forward during the season. I, Michael, that's a really good answer because the Titans, it, it was what week, uh, Week three or four is what happened uh, last season with uh, the after it was after the Vikings game. So right after week three, Shane Bowen tested positive going into that weekend. The Titans had several players. It grew up to 23 individuals in the organization who tested positive for COVID, which messed up the NFL season for a period of time there. So I think the fact that it's, Happened in late August. Gen, uh, August 22nd is Vrabel's date. Now it's the 26th. September 12th is game day. You have that extra little mini bye week after the preseason game number three to make sure you get set. So I think my answer is a four out of 10 of my level of concern because the timing of when it's happening, that it is happening. You're like, it's almost like the, People saying that, that, you know, Kentucky fans in basketball season saying that, yeah, the team needs to lose before the tournament to get out of their system. It's kind of like that. Like, you kind of need the little scare in the preseason to get out of your system. It's a justification of a loss. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm making fun of Kentucky fans. But it's kind of that of, like, shake yourself awake, get buttoned up, figure out that it still can happen. Because you said Bruce Arians is coming off a Super Bowl championship. The Titans are going into a season – where they truly believe they can win the Super Bowl. And so they don't want anything like this to get in the way of them having a Super Bowl-ready roster with all the talent they have. And so I think I'm at a 4 out of 10. It's still there. But I do think the timing of this helps them out quite a bit. So I'm higher uh, than, than a lot of people on here. Um, and you know what, Rick will do that because more people have been joining the show. Uh, let's play that Bruce Arians clip. We we've talked about it. We put, yeah. uh, we've, we put a quick hits question out there this morning. Austin, let's go ahead and play that Bruce Arians clip again to get a, a feel of how Bruce is going to handle the situation and what he thinks about how Tennessee has handled the situation. Yeah, no more dinners with the Titans. I mean, for us, life is not normal. I mean, we're, pretty much under the same protocols. We're going to be under the same protocols as last year just uh, because that's the way it is, especially living here. And, um, I mean, that Tennessee come in and going out to dinner, they found out the hard way, you know, and uh, so did Ryan. So uh, you can only tell them so much. But I was once we get to 53, even this weekend, our guy's going to make a bunch of sacrifices uh, that you have to make now. Families at the hotel, all those things, they're all out the window. There, there's league rules and there's my rules. They ain't going anywhere. We're going the same as last year. I don't give a crap if they're vaccinated or not. They ain't going anywhere. I don't care if you're vaccinated or not. They're not going anywhere. And uh, and then Bruce Arians saying, uh, Titans finding out the hard way uh, right there. So there was Bruce Arians' comments again. It always cracks me up when I see like Jerry saying, we don't care about Bruce. We're Titans fans here. Jerry, Bruce Arians is calling out your team for having dinner with one of his players and saying that they're learning the hard way when there's zero correlation between Ryan Suckup testing positive for COVID because he had dinner with Titans players and friends. Uh, Because Teron Davenport reported zero players on the Titans COVID list and Mike Vrabel were not a part of the Ryan Suckup dinner from last week. All right, so here's my 
Uh, I'm as a concern. I'm probably at a seven point five. Oh, um, and the reason why is from what we know, and we don't know everything. Nobody knows everything, right? I mean that that it, these are the facts, right? You can hear people can tell you stuff, but COVID's not going away. It's still on this earth. It's probably never going to go away. It's about dealing with it. And when you have companies like the NFL that will constantly test. And if you test positive, you are put in a, for lack of a better term, a holding cell, right? You you yep. are uh, held uh, for a certain amount of days until you test negative. Everybody is available to test positive. Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones. If they were all vaccinated, it doesn't matter. They can still test positive. That's the problem. It's not about learning from your lesson. They're going to be interacting with other players every Sunday. They're going to be interacting with people that now are not as heightened and aware as we were last year prior to the vaccine. Well, and that's and okay. So let's just remember this: that if you remember, the NFL came out and said that there were zero trend, uh, what transitions or uh, from player to player in game because it's the close contact. You're not close contact with the opponent for long enough for that to happen. So I think that was a PR move. I don't I mean, know if scientifically that, all, they can. All I can go that. off was what the NFL reported. That exactly. Zero- what it, again, uh, let's, let's not take everybody's word as gospel. And I'm complete not saying I, I am. I'm just saying that like they were, they were, they literally told us well, that. What I'm saying is they don't know that scientifically. So I don't believe that personally. I think that COVID does what COVID wants to do. And if it wants to get to you, it will, right? I think that I think that could be fact, right? Because we've seen enough. But I'm not going to get into the CDC BS and all that other stuff. But be aware of what is being said and how you understand it. That's why I'm at a 7.5. COVID's going to do what COVID is going to do. And if your company tests you constantly – there is an opportunity for your starting quarterback, your starting running back, your starting wide receivers, any of your offensive line, your middle linebacker, your 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 safety and buyer or your your quarterback. They could contract the virus whether they're vaccinated or not, which puts them in a holding period for a, a, a period of time that could cause them to miss games, which could cause them to impact your team. That is why my level of concern is a lot higher than the threes that we saw said in the chat. It's not because I'm afraid of COVID or I'm de- I fear of COVID. That's not my mindset. But if it's, my no, company I, tested me from- constantly about something that I could not do or or I cannot, you can't prevent it, right? You can't prevent you testing positive from it. You can prevent Based on what we know about the vaccine, you can prevent the symptoms of being severe if well, vaccinated. Well, and if vaccinated, you're not tested as often. So, th- so then, so then your chances go down of contracting it because you're not being tested every day. It still are, does not influence the spread. It still spreads. Zach, um, it does. It helps your. It helps you limit your percentage of catching it with the vaccine and also while you have it limit the symptoms and it helps you in in lack of volume testing you just said the more you get tested the more chances you have a testing positive well if you had the vaccine the less you get tested you and still that, so, get tested if you get tested on a friday before a game and you, you put that, test there's positive, a different but you understand there's a difference in testing every day and testing every two weeks is that a big difference to you it, it is a it is a difference but you we and this is where I think this is a good test. Mike Vrabel was vaccinated. He contracted COVID. How long does it take? And Mike Vrabel is not the rule, he's just an example, right? He's an experiment per se. How long does it take for a vaccinated person who tested positive to get to a negative test? Does it take one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten days? I don't know. But we can find out and learn from that. I think that is the study that the NFL, I would say, is doing. I don't know that for a fact, but should be doing to find out what, how that, because the NFL doesn't want COVID to come in and creep in and steal their money again. <laughs> Let's not be stupid. No. That, that The COVID is the devil to the NFL, right? That steals yeah. their cash. They don't want that. No doubt. So, so- Look, I'm at a 7.5, though. 
that's like that's fine. Like I think the Titans got their stuff and handled once they had their outbreak last season and had went on to be successful, right? I, I do think um that there are there's an opportunity for them to have this scare now to get their stuff straightened out to go out there and have a successful season. Uh, and, and why my four out of 10 is lower is because of the timing of it happening now, two and a half weeks before the season opener, that that helps. I, I, we got to wait and see over the next several days if they can stop testing positive, right? Yes. And we again, we don't know. We have to start seeing the people that are on the COVID list come off of it to figure out what that flip rate is kind of like. And I said something, and we we will move on to football. I would like to do that because I'm I'm tired of COVID talk. I hate it. I hate it more than anything. I hate. I didn't, we didn't plan on going 35 minutes on this. Well, <laughs> but you know, we don't plan on anything. It happens organically, and you go to the chat, and they have good comments. Or, you know, and the, it just happens the way it happens. But I, I will say this, and because I I hope we never talk about COVID for a, a while, or yeah. at least for several days or a week, maybe I I don't know. Um, you know, I said something earlier in the show of, you know, I don't fear COVID. I, I, I don't. I don't have it. Uh, I'm not. It does not impact my life where I lock myself into a box. I refuse to have that happen. That's my personal opinion. But Ed brings up something that says, I'm one of your oldest viewers. I fear that COVID, that virus. Ed, I completely respect that. And I hope Ed goes to takes the vaccine because I think Ed, as an older viewer, is more susceptible for the virus to negatively affect his life. I think th those statistics over the last year and a half, we can confirm, right? The older you are, and if your immune system uh, has been compromised, you're at you're an at-risk person. I encourage you to go get the vaccine if you choose so. I think others, they, they should have their choice, right? So, uh, Ed, I completely understand where you're com coming from. The NFL is forcing players to take the vaccine, right? They're not putting a gun to their head, but it's pretty damn close. They're going to make their lives miserable. It's starting to seep into our day-to-day -day lives in that sense. But the NFL, they are trying to protect their shield. I think it, this season will be very unique. I think here's one sign of hope that I hope to leave this conversation on. Last year, the NFL successfully played all their games, right? Yep. They played all of their playoff games and they played all they played the Super Bowl. They got a champion. They didn't play the Pro Bowl, but we were all happy about that. I think that should give us hope going into this season that they can repeat that and do the same thing. And it and hopefully Lamar Jackson doesn't have to sit down before, you know, a big game or a player doesn't get to play because of that. I think that should give us hope going into this football season where we're tired of talking about COVID and we can get back to football. That should be a slogan. Get back to football. Well, and that's, I think that's the, everybody would love for that to happen. Part do. So, yeah. Everybody would love for that to happen. So uh, I, I will say several people in the comment section have brought up uh, personal situations, whether they've lost someone or had someone dealing with COVID. So just want to let you guys know that we uh, we see these comments and we hope uh, we that whatever situation close to you works out well and safe. And if you have lost someone to COVID that several people have mentioned, uh, we feel for you and hope um, that your families are, are working through and being okay. So uh, so just want to end on that. Now we and can be talk smart about for yourself. Be smart yeah. for yourself. And man, this all sucks for everybody. We're all in the same boat. That, I think, is something that we all, unfortunately, have in common. So, right. let's talk football. So, now we get to this. There are six running backs that Sports Illustrated talked about and compared their workload to Derrick Henry's. We're going to go through these six running backs in NFL history who have similar workloads to Derrick Henry and how they responded to that. But first, let me tell you guys, about our friends at the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you have an injury in life, make sure you know who to trust, who to go to to get you back healthy. And the Bone and Joint Institute has over a dozen doctors there at their facility in Franklin, Tennessee. They can help you out. They specialize in really they have specialists 
and literally any body part that can get hurt, whether it's your shoulder, elbow, knee, hip, spine, ankle, foot, uh, what uh, brain. They've got uh, a great rehab facility. They've got concussion people that can help you out. Boneandjointtn.org is where to go. A to Z Sports, we are powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. Code ATOZ Sports will give you a risk free $1,000 bet for new users. Use that promo code. Download the app today. Yeah. So there was a Sports Illustrated article that was put out, I want to say yesterday, uh, and it was talking about the workload that Derrick Henry has had over the last couple of years. And it's a pretty crazy strong workload. We've all watched it last year. In 17 games, 16 regular season plus the one playoff game, Derrick Henry had 396 carries. Uh, the year before that, when the Titans went to the AFC Championship game, Derrick Henry played 15 regular season games and three heavy load playoff games for a total of 386 carries in those 18 games of the 2019 season. And so Sports Illustrated went through these notable big name running backs of the NFL's past and noticed where that threshold was of the breaking point. And they talked about that 370 carry mark being that threshold. So they, they brought up Terrell Davis TD, right? The original TD uh, salute in the end zone for the Broncos. He had a 481 carry season followed by a 470 carry season and after those two years never played more than eight games in a year sean alexander won the mvp in 2005 with 430 carries and never had a season where he lasted all 16 games again and then the decline of larry johnson of the chiefs remember that no six he had a 429 carry season and he never came close to anything like that in his career after that zach one of your favorites Natron Means, 400 carries in 1994. Amon Green, 403 in 2003. And former Titan DeMarco Murray, then with the Cowboys, never went over 300 carries again after having 400-plus with the Cowboys. So Natron Means, Amon Green, DeMarco Murray, all never were able to reach that 300-yard, that 300-carry mark after having those big years. So can Derrick Henry fight through this threshold that has taken six big name running backs of the past. And this is like in the, in the nine, in the nineties, the two thousands to the 2000 teens with DeMarco Murray. So we got three decades of information of six running backs, not being able to fight through this threshold. And Derrick Henry is facing it right now. And his, his strength trainer in the offseason, uh, coach Melvin Sanders was quoting this article saying that Derrick Henry is stronger than he's ever been right now. And I think we've all seen those workout videos. Uh, he definitely looks it. Definitely and looks I, don't, like I don't doubt that, right? Like, I think I think we all think that he is the strongest that he's ever been, right? I mean, Do you believe that? that I mean, I've seen him wear full spandex in person at Titans training camp. The guy is like as cut up and just massive like muscle mass and muscle tone at the same time with everything that Derrick Henry's done. He looks phenomenal, like physically phenomenal. All right. So I, I, I did some research as you were talking. I didn't know all of those stats, but I'm really glad that you brought them up. And my, when you were, when you were speaking on all of those guys, I thought, when did this drop off occur? I have to know. And Good thing I'm good at the internet. I found out uh, in that short period of time. You talked about Terrell Davis. Something fascinating about Terrell Davis is he didn't play many years in the league. No. What, only he only like, played seven yes. years right. in the NFL. Hall of Fame. Hall of Famer Terrell Davis. But his drop-off was after he was 26 years old. The twenty, He was 26 when he had 2,000 yards rushing. His next season was 211 yards rushing at 27. Yeah. Sean Alexander, he was a little bit older, but not by much. His last great year was at 28 years old, where he had 1,880 yards rushing uh, in that MVP campaign where they lost to the Steelers in the Super Bowl. Larry Johnson, he had back-to-back 1,700-yard seasons when he was 26, 27. 
His drop-off for one year was 28. He got back to 800 yards when he was 29, but he really was never the same. No. He never got above 1,000 yards after those back-to-back 1,700-yard Right, seasons. which is when he eclipsed that 400-carry mark, right? Right, because Larry Johnson eclipsed the 400-carry mark when he was 27 years old. He dropped off at 28 and never got to 1,000 yards again. Derrick Henry is 26 years old. I think this tells me, based on the history that we've just gone through, that Derrick Henry, I think two things are helping him. I think age is helping him. I think he has one more year because of modern medicine and modern training technology. And I'll just say it, genetics. Dude is a freak. He's a freakazoid. I tell this when Derrick Henry comes up in any setting, and Austin knows this, I always say, if we ever, and maybe I, I hope to God, to God, we'd never have a World War III in our lives. But if we did, I want to clone Derrick Henry and train him to be our soldier because that dude is a freak. He is a genetic freak. When you stand eye to eye, and Austin, you and I both have, with Derrick Henry's shirt off in the locker room, him standing up and you looking him face to face, I don't even know how to imagine like tackling that guy to the ground much less at full speed and with his arm reached out right so I think Derrick Henry has some things going for him so history do not does not repeat himself like the drop-off of Davis Alexander and Johnson and I'll add something else to that too because I do find uh this very important and those other things that are helping out Derrick Henry is these two numbers, 110 and 176. Those were his carry numbers his first two seasons of his career. And I think that helps him out. And even if you go back to Alabama, I was trying to pull that up uh, quickly, but uh, Alabama's his college stats, he didn't really carry the ball that much uh, for that Until many years. Until his senior year. Yeah, so I'm bringing up his college stats now, so I'll have them. Uh, yeah, his, this is his junior year. Uh, so 35 attempts as a freshman for Derek Henry, he averaged almost 11 yards per carry, <laughs> 35 attempts for 382 yards and three touchdowns, which is funny. Uh, but then his, his sophomore year, 172, not that many. And then he had 395. So the guy has had three seasons in his football life where he has carried the ball over 380 times. Three seasons, one in college, and then the last two in the NFL. So I think it's pretty crazy of how he's been able to sustain his body and his health because, again, knock on wood, Titans fans, outside of like a calf issue in December of 2019 where he sat out the Saints game, he hasn't really had any type of hamstring, wasn't it? I thought it was a calf. But it could it was a, it was a muscle soft tissue whether it was a hamstring or a calf uh, it was something he sat out of the game and it looked like it helped quite a bit going through uh, that playoff run so high school as well he had a bunch of carries throughout high school but the guy has been able to stay relatively healthy for the most part so it was a hamstring it was okay cool I think he had a calf in like one training camp one year and he missed some time. yeah he but, did you you are correct he had a, tra- yeah. a calf in a training camp but those are the two things and you know what that's like human. Right, I mean, they're they're muscle injuries. Your, your muscles are something can happen to them as you work them harder. So I think we have a great question, though, Austin. I do too. So we have set an over under for Derrick Henry carries this season. Again, remembering the stats I've mentioned from those six running backs: Terrell Davis, Sean Alexander, Natron Means, Amon Green, Demarco Murray, uh, and several others of that 370 yard uh, carry mark, that threshold. So here is our question. Derrick Henry carries this season over or under 375. Over or under 375 regular season carries. So 17 games, 375, over or under. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Calvin and Suttle. Yeah, Calvin and Suttle is where you need to go to get your hardwood floors. I talk about them every day. I enjoy it every day. You can enjoy brand new hardwood floors every day. Pull up that old carpet and call 615-448-6414. Actually, hold up. 
Call 615-448-6414, and they'll pull up that old carpet for you and put in brand new hardwood floors. That's what they do. You're probably good at something, right? You probably have a, uh, a characteristic, a trait that separates you, a craft that you pride yourself at. Well, it may not be hardwood floors insulation. Well, Calvin and Subtle, that is their best trait. They come in there, and they have all the hardwood floors that you desire. Knock on wood if you're with me, and I know you're with me because I know you would love to have an upgraded home. That's what you can do with Calvin and Subtle. 615-448-6414. They'll hook you up. Tell them A to Z Sports. You love hearing about the hardwood floors on A to Z Sports, and you would love to have their hardwood floors in your home. 615-448-6414. Hey, don't forget, BetMGM. Download that app. Use our code ATOZ Sports. You get a risk-free bet up to 1000 bucks with your first deposit and your first bet. That's a great deal. Take advantage of that with the BetMGM app code ATOZ Sports for new users. So we've asked over or under 375 carries in the regular season for Derrick Henry. So over or under 375. And I'm going to go ahead and read these uh, answers here. We got a lot of unders. David, G-Man, Robbie, Aaron, another David, Scott, a third David, <laughs> uh, Callan, Lewis, Jay, all unders. Michael with our first over. Seth, take us back to under. Kay Lucas says over. There's one extra game. Yeah, so uh, Rob says under 275. Then Rob, are you like predicting Derek Henry to miss five games? Because that's the only way I think he goes under at 275. Chris says 325 tops. Uh, Louis says way under, Donald under, Blake under, Robbie under, uh, under from Jerome. I mean, there are so many unders. Aaron's over, Taylor's over, Noah's under, but so Steph over, so many unders. Ty Kendrick, what's up, Ty Kendrick? Uh, under because of Julio and AJ Brown. And uh, I mean, I was not expecting that many unders, Zach. Because he's going. Do you gone, think they forgot that there were 17 games? No, I mean, maybe. I don't know. But here's if I phrase it this way if I phrase it and say 375 in 17 games is an average of 22 carries a game, does that make you change your opinion? Because I think a lot of people, a lot of Titans fans will bitch out Todd Downing if Derrick Henry has under 20 carries in a game. Depends on the outcome, but yeah, if that if it, if it's a repeat of that Carolina game a couple of years ago when he had what two in the first half, uh, my my yes, twenty two carries a game. If I phrase it twenty two carries a game, then you guys say, oh yeah, he'll definitely have more than that. But if I say three seventy five and say seventeen games, you all you guys are saying under. <laughs> I, I always like, laugh. I, I I was I was thinking about this just a second ago. That Carolina game where he only had two in the first half, if you would have told Arthur Smith after all the heat that he got that week from us, from you guys, from everybody, that he would be a head coach just a few years later, I think he would be like, wow, uh, I, I'm, I, I'm happy to hear that. But that is crazy. You have to run your horse, though, right? Well, because you, you know how Derrick Henry averaged 23.6 carries per game last season. 23.6. If you add on the 17th game, that's 401 in the regular season. So I, I have my answer, and you have to take into consideration, I think this is what a lot of the chat is doing, is how much is Julio Jones impacting your answer? Right? Isn't he the X factor? Because if, if it was just Josh Reynolds... <laughs> And A.J. Brown and Ferkser, I think everybody says over. Don't you think? Yeah. So Julio well, is the, the X the factor to this question. He, yes, he is. And Julio, who has practiced three times uh, in the month of August, is a very important part of this answer. Uh, and his health, too. So Derrick Henry averaged twenty over 20 carries a game two years ago. Averaged over 23 carries a game last season. So I think the way you set up Derrick Henry's contract, it's very team friendly. You ride, you ride this guy as, as hard as you possibly can because you have the Super Bowl championship window right now. And so I think you have to take advantage of Derrick Henry 
and give him as many carries as he possibly can handle. And he's shown you that he can handle because he got stronger in all of the like like we he forget always like, gets strong in December. He turns into El Tractorcito. Yes, and like the in weeks the last two week seventeens, last game of the season, he's gone over well over two hundred yards in that game in week seventeens, like two consecutive week seventeen two hundred plus yard performances. Well, he Nuts. sees well, he sees the finish line, right? He was he wanted the rushing title, and then he wanted two thousand yards. Yes, and, but you know what they also had to do? They also had to win those two games. Like they were in the situation where they had to have both those games against the Texans, and they were both more competitive than they should have been. Correct. And so Derrick Henry got them there, and then in 2019 he was even stronger in the two weeks after that in the playoffs. Yeah, the, but in 2019 that last Texans game, they didn't. Ha- they could have sat him down. They could have. So I, there's nuance to that. They gave him one more point. drive, and Derrick Henry says, "I don't need one more drive. I just need one more play." And he took it to the house. Right. <laughs> So here's where I'm at. I think Julio's going to get a lot more catches, right? So that's going to take away from run plays. I still think Todd Downing is smart enough to know who the best player on the field is. It's not Tannehill, it's not A.J. Brown, and it's not Julio Jones. It's Derrick Henry. Curious still to find out if he what top 10 type player he is. is he, when the hell is that coming? Did you figure that out before the show? I, I couldn't figure it out. I don't, I don't know. Bad, Stupid. The bad NFL PR job by great. the NFL network. Yes. Well, they're dragging it out. We're talking about it. So it's not, it's actually yeah. smart. Uh, but then what's the difference between Janu and Ferkser? Now, Janu was not used late in the year because of Taylor Wan's injury as much as he was those first five games. In the passing game. He was used a lot in the run game. Right. Uh, so, I am going to say under. I think A.J. Brown and Julio Jones will impact this offense more than we think. Because I think the 17-game schedule, not having played that yet, they're going to be cognizant of Derrick Henry and strategically uh, playing him at the right time and how much they do carry, give him, give, give him the ball. Because as you said at the beginning of the show, Austin, Bruce Arians just won a Super Bowl. The Titans believe they can win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. When do you need your best player to win a Super Bowl? January. So I, I'm at under officially 375 carries. I wonder that the Titans will never tell us this, but I wonder if they do have a a number in mind to start the season. Because like in, in the Darrington game, Evans health is, is a really big, big deal. And guess where his health is not very good because right where it's been. Yes. And so in, in every game you're thinking we've got to do what we can to win this game. But outside of the game, you're thinking, okay, now Derek stacked up a couple 30 carry games. We got to pull off here. But then in the game, you find yourself in a situation where it's third and two, give the ball to 22. Don't be cute, right? And so it's balancing that, right? Who can they give the ball besides Darrington Evans? I mean, Makai Sargent looks really good. Again, again, preseason games against ultra backups, but behind a bad offensive line. Jeremy McNichols, I think they trust a lot more because of he's so McNichols and Sargent both run the ball very hard, but McNichols is way more productive and trustworthy in pass protection. Makai Sargent as a rookie, usually that's the biggest weak spot for rookie running backs is pass protection. And so I don't know if you're going to trust Makai Sargent, rookie undrafted guy to protect Ryan Tannehill like you would Jeremy McNichols. So again, nice time to plug. Friday, tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time, me, Buck, and Luke are going to have our 53-man roster show predictions. So again, 3 o'clock Central Time, me, Buck, and Luke, we're putting together all three 53-man rosters from each of us, and we're going to compare them live right here where you're watching at 3 o'clock on Friday. So there's that plug, too, because I don't know what to do right now with the running back group, especially because Jeremy McNichols is on the COVID list. (laughs) Right. Big decision. Which, which might give you some opportunity. It, that's actually good for the Titans in a way because you can keep McNichols on the COVID list, which means that you have your rights to him. I think this is how this works. Then keep, keep Sergeant on the 53-man roster, the initial one, 
And then you get to after the first round of waivers and McNichols comes off the COVID list, you can cut Sergeant, sign him to your practice squad, and then have McNichols on your 53. So it's going to well, be. And you're at the mercy of the, the virus at that point. Yeah, I feel like I'm. Uh, uh, what's his name in in uh, in the out uh, in the Hangover? Allen trying to figure out the boards and stuff with that 53 man roster thing. Just wild. But that's at three o'clock uh, tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, yeah, three o'clock Friday afternoon. The definition of a virus is like controlling, right? This is the, you just gave an example of how weird and odd the virus is controlling this particular situation. And how you try to use it to your advantage, but you don't know what it's going to do. It's I don't know. Up, I don't know how long McNichols is going to be on the COVID list. Nobody does. But again, the virus. But in this situation, that could help the Titans not lose Makai Sargent. Again, the Titans are. Just, I tweeted this last weekend. The Titans are going to have to cut really good players. And Teresa Walker, who's covered the team for three times as long as I have, responded to me and said. Usually it's the Titans going out and grabbing other play other teams scraps where now other teams are going to be trying to grab the Titans scraps and Makai Sargent, Mason Kinsey. If they cut one of these rookie draft pick wide receivers, those guys are valuable scraps from the Titans that another team will go out and get Woodside or Matt Barkley, whoever doesn't make the team there might be in that situation too. So it's very tricky with what the Titans are going to do. Remember when they had to cut LeGarrette Blunt? Well, yeah, because I, I you don't want that to happen. Yeah, you don't want Legarrette Blunt to happen again, where you cut the wrong guy because of bad number situation. And I don't think Mason Kinsey or Makai Sargent is going to be Legarrette Blunt down the road. And yeah, his Le level Le of success. Legarrette Blunt had off-field stuff that probably sealed his fate. Well, he was behind Chris Johnson and Lindell White, and so yeah, Lindell White was shooting tequila. Well, but Lindell White was also running for a thousand yards the year before. So, like, what are you going to do? Uh, he and never that, again, did that again. <laughs> that was, but again, that's the situation that they're in. Is if they cut one of these guys, they might become successful in another place, and you're sitting here slapping yourself because Antoine Woods. They had to cut Antoine Woods a couple years ago. Dude's been making millions in the NFL as a really good defensive lineman. Do you know where he is now? Dallas. That's He's right. Been in Dallas making. Love really nice money. So and you don't Ronnie want that C down. brings up I love my guy last year. I love Foreman, but you know where he is? Atlanta <laughs> <laughs> with Arthur Smith. Yeah, Arthur Smith. In which where if Logan Woodside gets cut, where's Logan Woodside probably going to go? Because AJ McCarron tore his ACL. Yeah, who they just picked somebody up though? Yeah, Josh Rosen, who's on his eighth team in uh, four years. Gross. Not I don't uh, know if it's his eighth team. Final note before we get to the magic bucket. I, and this is, uh, maybe if we ever run across Chris Johnson, I would love to ask him this. Whoever told Chris Johnson or advised Chris Johnson to start to separate your, separate yourself from Lindell White, the smash and dash, I've got a smash and dash t-shirt from Kroger from years ago. It's a great, great promotional thing. It was awesome. Right? Loved smash and dash. Titans fans, you know what I'm talking about, right? I thought that was, a, I love good marketing. That's good marketing. I don't think the Titans did that. I think that was somebody else. But somebody got into Chris Johnson's ear and said, look, you need to separate yourself and focus on your career. Dash is greater than smash. Well, and he and, ran away from him. And he did. He ran away from him. He said, hey, I'm not going to – we're not – no more smash and dash. Lindell White went to TGI Fridays, and Chris Johnson had made a lot of money. I mean, at the end of the day, in that – in that era of running back $8 million, that's what he got. He didn't see the contract out, but he got that one year, and that was big-time money for running back at that point. Yeah, Rob says, could the Titans trade Woodside to Atlanta, and if so, what would he be worth? And I'll say this. If John Robinson gets a draft pick by trading away Logan Woodside to Arthur Smith, that's nearly as impressive as trading away Doriel Green Beckham for Dennis Kelly. <laughs> Nobody, yeah, nobody's going to trade anything for Logan Woodside. If Josh Rosen is as bad as I mean, the Falcons are kind of desperate, though. They went and signed Josh Rosen like a day after he got cut by the Niners. You know what? I, I'm curious to see what the Jags are going to do with Gardner Minshew because they need offensive line help. Now, the Titans are probably not involved. They in also need Gardner Minshew. I, I don't they, think 
they need Gardner Minshew. Why? Because he's actually one of the best backups in the league. Why, why he, do you need a backup? The Jags aren't playing for anything this year. You need you protection, need some, bro. <laughs> no, you need you, you trade him. I would trade his ass away and get something for him. No, look, that team likes Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew can absolutely help out Trevor Lawrence and be you valuable. You can like asset. things, but, but I, I think Gardner Urban Minshew, Myers thing. Gardner Minshew is an asset the Jags need to hang on to. I disagree. Is. They need okay. you, you know what the asset they need is a damn offensive line. Yes, but you don't give up Gardner Minshew for that. You do I, if you can I, get an offensive lineman in return. I don't think that would be smart. But anyway, let's let's move on. Uh, I got a fly that landed on my computer. But let, let's move on to the Magic Bucket here on A to Z Sports. Magic Bucket, but first let me tell you guys about a workout I do every week, sometimes twice a week, Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, one 15-minute workout at Mandu equals five or more hours in the weight room. How? It's because of the science and the efficiency of full-body electronic muscle stimulation. Your first workout is free. All you got to do, you go into Mandu, and it's your first time you sign up, first free workout. How about this, Zach? Mandu's doing something new. Your first workout's always free, regardless, right? First workout's free. But if you sign up and you tell them A to Z Sports sent you, 100 bucks off your first month. Whoa. So there you go. So you get a free workout. And if you sign up, tell them A to Z sent you, $100 off your first month at Mandu. If you want to achieve your fitness goals, go to Mandu.com, get that first free workout, sign up. The trainers and the technology of full body electronic muscle stimulation will help you get there like it's done for me. So Mandu.com first workouts. I was going to tell you this. So I, I, when I was in Dallas for two weeks, I did, I, I'm, I'm loyal, my man. I, I like my workout regimens every week. I do Mandu. When I was in Dallas, I went to the Dallas Mandu both weeks. Nice. And you, they, I love it because the, the training technology is, I mean, it's going out. They had a chest press. They had weights. I mean, you're talking oh, wow. about, yeah, it was a whole new thing. I, I really liked it. So Mandu hooking you up and our listeners with that, you got to try it. It is, uh, it is oddly very enjoyable. And when you're talking about working out, that's hard to achieve. Yes. So, and so uh, Dom says, does that promo work in Memphis? Yes. Yes, it does. So, um, yep, there you go. So that's a new thing. That. A new thing that Mandu's doing. Uh, they're heading into this football season. So excited about that. All right, Zach, it, it is the magic bucket. It's also time for me to try to grab my computer charger and plug it in because I did not do that before the show. And I'm low, running low on battery. Quick, Quickly. Yeah. Do have you done a sticker in these last two weeks? No, because I wanted to, I have stickers, but I did not want to waste my sticker creativity when you were not here. <laughs> Whether you that may be a justification. That's okay. I get it. But that and, and it's I, a strategy. I'll I'll chalk that up as a strategy. Because look, I like somebody, you know, somebody was like, stickers cost like two dollars, Austin. Like, I, I don't care about the price. I care about the creative process that I go through. And that to, you have them. <laughs> yeah, yes, no, I, I do have I don't care about the creative. I care that I have them. I mean, I've got I two stickers them. right here. I've had these two stickers. I didn't want to waste my two stickers when you were out here that made me have to go get more creative to get more stickers. And so I've got two stickers. And I think one of them I, really. I carry, a, I carry an extra sticker in my wallet now. Now, my wallet is upstairs, so I, I do have 30 seconds to get a sticker. We, have, we did make that rule however many months ago, and we mm -hmm. have one stamp use when we get into a bind. But I, I have a sticker on me. I try to have one at all times because you never know. I do not want to pick the magic bucket twice. So it is, it, is my, it is my sticker week because that's how we left it, and so now it's my sticker week. And I feel like this, you mentioned uh, you, one of your favorite sayings is, is what earlier in the show? The best ability is availability. Yeah, and so uh, you said one of my favorite sayings is "look good, feel good, play good," which is on the bucket somewhere. I don't it know where there. it's at because maybe on the blue one. It might be on the blue one. Uh, yeah, there it is. Look good, feel good, play good. So that's one of my stickers. Also, one of my favorite sayings is uh, "hold on a second, let me overthink this." There that you is, go. Uh, that is that is very uh, relevant to me. So that will be going. Uh, on the bucket here momentarily. But Zach, since it's been a while for you, I will go ahead and pull you first. And then uh, I will go after that. So this is for Good. Zach. Ooh, on Monday, Zach, 
You have to wear clip-on earrings for the show. Oh, okay. I'll, you know what I'll do on Monday? If you remind me or the chat will remind me. Uh, I will tell an earring story on Monday. And uh, well, you might as well go ahead and buy these earrings on Amazon so they can get here by Monday. Oh, oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to do that right after the show. Yeah, and if you do have, if you have the earrings, then you're probably going to remember to tell the story. So Possibly, but I, I have an earring story that not many people know about me. Um, Jesse says clip-ons with the fade. Yeah, Zach got a haircut recently because he because right. in Dallas he couldn't get a haircut. Street cred, bro. <laughs> Come at me. All right, so I'm trying to pull one. Some of these get tangled together. Okay, this is for me. I already did this. The five comments in a high pitched voice. Which I, you were out that following day. There is one thing that you did not do that you will do tomorrow because uh, which is what? I, 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 well, you'll. I texted you a sound and you didn't do that. Do you remember that? Yes. So you'll do that tomorrow morning. Okay. Now throughout make the course sure you, of tomorrow's show. Okay. Uh, I already Amazon did you a gift, your stress straws, which have been great. Did you take the stress straws to Dallas? No, I was too busy to have stress. <laughs> I was waking up early and going to sleep, waking up back early. So the have stress time. straws have turned into a very good gift. All right, let's see if I can get something here on the third try. All right, so I have not done this yet. You have. I have to start the show tomorrow by taping my nose to my forehead with clear scotch tape. There you go. Yep. Start of the show. Start of the show, which is good. It's not the entire show. It's just the start of the show. So, all right, there we go. Uh, Billy says you got to go get you some Titans earrings. You get some, get you some flaming thumbtack clip-ons. I I have an idea. I have an idea of what I want to do. Uh, I just see if I can execute it. All right. Well, that's it for today's show. Appreciate you guys watching. Good conversations uh, about what's going on with. Uh, the Titans COVID situation and also having a good conversation about Derrick Henry's workload. So we'll see you guys tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Also, remember tomorrow afternoon at 3 p.m., uh, a special 53-man roster prediction show with Buck Rising, Luke Warsham, and, and myself. Uh, that'll be at 3 p.m. tomorrow uh, right there. So we'll see you guys later on. Have a great rest of your Thursday. Buck Rising back for A to Z Sports Primetime tonight. Adios.